1: Welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. Today, I'm going to cover the SGLT2 inhibitors. This is a class of medication that is used in the management of diabetes. And these drugs do not uh, act on insulin. Uh, So that is a nice advantage, obviously, uh, we're going to have pretty low risk for any type of hypoglycemia or anything of that nature. Uh, but a few examples of medications within this class, uh, empagliflozin, brand name Jardiance), dapagliflozin, Farxiga, and canagliflozin, or Invokana. So kind of hard to pronounce, but um, remember the glyflosin uh, ending ending and that should help you remember that these drugs fall in the SGLT2 inhibitor class. So let's talk about the mechanism of action a little bit. Uh, SGLT2, so sodium glucose co-transporter 2, and by these drugs inhibiting that transporter, what happens is... It prevents the reabsorption of glucose back into the body. So really in the kidney, it prevents glucose reabsorption back into the body. So when we think about this, what happens to the glucose? It goes out through the urine. Now that can lead to some potential issues, which we'll certainly talk about in side effects but definitely wanted to cover that mechanism of action and that's why I said when it doesn't really mess with insulin um, that's definitely a potential um, advantage. One other thing with not stimulating insulin release or not injecting uh, exogenous insulin is we don't need to worry about um, weight gain. So the SGLT2 inhibitors tend to be more uh, on the weight loss side of things with our type 2 overweight um, generally overweight diabetic patients this can be a a really nice uh, option in that respect now let's get into the side effects a little bit so the first one I think you can kinda think about the mechanism of action so we said glucose goes out through the urine and What that glucose can do is fuel bad bugs, so uh, bacteria and things of that nature. So patients are more at risk for things like urinary tract infections, genital infections, because those bugs have a food source in potentially uh, excessive glucose or sugar coming out through the urine. So that kind of makes sense. With that glucose, what can also happen is we can also have a mild diuretic effect in water going out with these medications, or excuse me, with the glucose. So when we send water fluid out of the body, that can potentially have that mild diuretic type effect. So it can cause a mild drop in blood pressure. It's typically not to the effect of a, you know, diuretic blood pressure medication. But keep that in mind if you've got patients that maybe are at risk for dehydration. Maybe they've already got borderline low blood pressure. Adding an SGLT2 inhibitor could potentially make that worse. And in addition with that fluid loss, you definitely got to recognize that that could be hard on the kidney. And maybe potentially more so if they are on other medications that could be damaging to the kidney as well. So keep an eye on that kidney function. Uh, There's some nuances to kind of each of these individual agents about um, dosing and and cutoffs for creatinine clearance and um, EGFR and things like that. Uh, So definitely uh, watch out for kidney function issues if you know somebody's got CKD you might want to look and double check Uh, they may not be a a good candidate for an SGLT2 inhibitor. Uh, One other effect uh, you might see it's pretty rare but there have been uh, reports of ketoacidosis so something to kind of keep in the, the back of your mind there. Also with specifically invocana, that's canagliflozin, uh, that has a boxed warning for increasing the risk of limb amputations. So that can certainly be uh, a big downside and a big fear factor, uh, certainly for many of our patients with that medication. Now I talked about the benefits a little bit of SGLT2 inhibitors. We can lower blood sugars ultimately get our patients to a better A1c and reduce the risk of some of those microvascular complications associated with diabetes. But there also are a a couple of other uh, potential benefits. So the one, weight loss, I kind of discussed that a little bit already. Um, But the second one is the cardiovascular uh, benefit where these drugs have been uh, shown to reduce the risk. And Specifically, the first one of this class, empagliflozin, um, was the first one to demonstrate this benefit in cardiovascular risk reduction. Uh, I believe dapagliflozin, if I uh, recently saw the news right, also um, received uh, this indication or we had uh, evidence to show uh, that it reduced cardiovascular risk as well. Uh, Canagliflozin, I believe, is still on the fence right now, or maybe being investigated. Um, so definitely, you know, keep your eyes and ears to the news uh, as far as you know whether these are all going to be beneficial for cardiovascular risk reduction or not. Um, but obviously, empagliflozin's probably had the, the best data and has um, had that data for the, the longest period of time. I'm going to finish up on drug interactions, but before we do, I want to take a quick break from our sponsor, MedEd101.com. If you're a healthcare professional and you love this podcast, you love the clinical pearls, you love the audio, MedEd101.com slash free book, all one word. You can go get my uh, latest audiobook, Pharmacotherapy, it's called. And if you've never been an Audi- Audible member before, that book is absolutely free, so uh, you'd be silly not to take advantage of that uh, potential free resource. If you're a pharmacist, pharmacy student, check out meded101.com store. Uh, we've got a list of uh, board exam material, BCPS, NAPLEX, uh, geriatrics, ambulatory care, uh, that can really help you uh, prepare to uh, pass your, your board exam. So meded101.com slash store and meded101.com slash free book uh, to check out those resources and support our sponsor. So finishing up on drug interactions, SGLT2s fortunately don't have a ton of drug interactions, so that's definitely a, a nice thing with these medications. Uh, I tend to think about uh, the side effect profile uh, with this class of drugs. So I mentioned the the mild diuretic type effects. So if you've got a CHF patient, for example, maybe they're on metolazone and furosemide to help get that fluid off, adding an SGLT2 inhibitor could potentially further increase the risk of dehydration. So that would be something that we would obviously need to watch really, really closely. Uh, Same thing with uh, kidney effects and things of that nature. If you've got drugs on board, uh, ACE inhibitors, NSAIDs, uh, diuretics I mentioned already, um, that could increase the risk of potential uh, kidney issues with these type of medications. Now, canagliflozin specifically has a lot of mention of hyperkalemia, so that's something to think about uh, if we're already on drugs and predisposed to elevated potassium levels. So your aldosterone antagonist, your ACE inhibitors, your ARBs, all those can cause uh, elevated potassium levels. And um, canagliflozin more specifically, uh, seems to maybe uh, do that a little bit more so uh, than some of the other ones. Uh, immunosuppressants is another one I think of. If a patient's already had you know urinary tract infection after urinary tract infection and maybe they're on uh, immunosuppressives for some reason. Uh, maybe it's an inflammatory condition, uh, maybe they're a transplant patient. You got to think about that risk that SGLT2s are going to increase that risk of infection um, on top of maybe that they be may be predisposed already um, due to uh, various other, uh, medical issues and or medications that may suppress their uh, immune system. There is some potential for uh, digoxin levels uh, to be increased uh, with various SGLT2 inhibitors. Uh, something to, to think about uh, anyway there. And as far as drug other drug interactions, there are a few you know, other mild ones out there. But those are kind of the first ones that that come to mind, Um, at least things that I'm kind of looking out for and monitoring with these drugs. So I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Uh, Wherever you're listening, leave us a rating, review. Greatly, greatly appreciated. I've been overwhelmed uh, by the number of people listening to the podcast and and learning from the podcast. And finally, wrapping up here, go check out reallifepharmacology.com. I've got a free 31-page PDF pharmacology study guide. uh, Absolutely yours free simply for following uh, the uh, podcast here. So uh, reallifepharmacology.com. And it's the free 31-page PDF giveaway. Uh, It's a great resource for nurses, med students, uh, pharmacy students alike. So go check that out. Thanks for listening. I'm signing off. Take care. Have a great rest of your day.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buenos
1: dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz.